0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is June 12, 2010, and we are here in sunny uh, Midtown Atlanta. It is blistering hot outside. It's 95 degrees outside. It's hot. It's muggy. And this is the type of weather that people usually get ready to go fight in because it's just the only thing else you really want to do is just get somebody off you and just be by yourself and be alone because it's so hot outside. But thank God for air conditioning um on a day like today because if you didn't have it I am telling you right now I don't know what you would do. <laughs> but again, I'm I'm so honored to be here with you today. And before we go any further, I want to turn this show over. Well, I don't not just only that I want to I do it. I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit. So we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, I am utterly excited today. We have a dynamic show planned for you, and I am looking forward to delivering nothing but a a performance that is phenomenal and breathtaking. People, we have none other than the dynamic Mr. Mike McCleary coming on here tonight. He's uh, the creator of the movie Anything But Ordinary, and he's got a lot of dynamic things to tell you about Realizing the dream that was once impossible. So get ready to take some dynamic notes. Get ready to to just sit back, be not only entertained, but educated. So without further ado, I want to tell you this. Each and every week, you hear me say this. I have to say this again. I have to say, every time you hear me, I'm going to say this. I am honored to be here with you each and every Saturday. I am honored to be here with you each and every Saturday. Let me say it again. I am honored to be here with you each and every Saturday. And people, let me tell you, this is a labor of love, and I don't take you for granted. I love you, and I want to see great things come to pass for you. But I want you to continuously let me know how we're doing here. This show is for you. Again, without you, there's no me. I can't do this show week in and week out if you weren't here. So I want you to continue to let me know what it is we can do to make this show better. So what I want you to do, I want you to reach out to me on social networking sites. You can email me. You can, I mean, hey, you can get in contact with me. What I want you to do is this. You can contact me by way of Facebook at facebook.com slash miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also contact me via Twitter. Um, I'm really, uh, really, 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 really popular on Twitter because I retweet a whole bunch of just quality information. So, if you get on Twitter and you have good things to say, more likely I'm going to see it and I'm going to retweet it. So I, look, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com/slash/mileswMiller. Also on MySpace, I still use MySpace. I still uh, go there and check information. So you can contact me on MySpace at myspace.com/slash/mileswMiller. You can also leave comments on the Blog Talk Radio site itself at blogtalkradio.com slash You guessed it, Miles W. Miller. Also, you can leave comments, questions, concerns. You can email me, mileswmiller at gmail.com. So the moral of the story is this. I want you to let me know how we're driving so we can drive the car better, so we can help you get to your destiny even in a much faster time. People, again, I can't say enough. I'm honored to be here with you. I enjoy your company. I enjoy the fact that you've allowed me to be a part of your life at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. And again, I'm, I thank God for this opportunity because he could have chosen anyone for this assignment, but he chose me, and because of that, I am so, so eager to make sure that you get what you came for. So we've already, we're have already we moving again in, in, in a phenomenal direction. As you know, last week I talked about the flow, the flow, getting into the flow getting into the flow. Now we're getting into the flow. And what is getting into the flow? Getting into the flow is being in that place where you're in harmony with the universe. You're in harmony with with your assignment as God has ordained it for you. And once you get in harmony with your assignment, it's called the flow. It's it's when things just seem to work. It seems like resources come from out the clear blue sky. But we know better than to think that it's that your resources and, and open doors have just come out of the clear blue sky. We know it's God who is our source. He's our shepherd, and we shall not want. So once we get in tune with, it is, with what it is that God has for us, things just seem to work. It's not saying that you won't have any trials. It won't say that you won't have any tribulations because we, we, we know that we're found without a shadow of a doubt. We are all going to endure something on this earth. But, it's, but some things that we've endured as human beings, as people, it's totally unnecessary. And I'm here today to be the to help you get set free. To set the captives free. You don't have to live a second rate life. <laughs> you do not have to live a second rate life. I'm going to repeat that again. You do not have to live a second rate life. That's what this show is all about, living and experiencing a championship standard of living in every area of your life. I don't care if it's marriage, I don't care if it's relationship, I don't care if it's, you know, career, finance, uh, parenting, whatever the case may be, it is my desire to give you the blueprint to experience a championship standard of living in that area of your life or in all areas of your life. So take notes on today. Take notes on today. Call somebody up. Tell them to come listen to the show because this show is going to be absolutely dynamic. It's going to change your life. I guarantee it because I'm, my goal is get you in the flow. And, and until, we get, until I get you in the flow, we're going, to stay, we're going to keep talking about the flow and how to get into the flow and how to stay in the flow. One thing is for certain. Once you're in the flow, things just seem to work. And, and let me tell you, as a person who's been on both sides of the spectrum, I would much rather be locked in the flow than not be. <laughs> I would much rather be locked in the flow than not be. So I'm going to tell you more and more about the flow as we continue the show. But right now, I'm going to take you into a motivational moment, and then I'll be right back with you. You weren't put here just to hold up space and, and take up air you were put here to do something dynamic you were put here to make things better everything is created to be a solution to something okay nobody's life is in vain there's a um, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve so he created you God saw something that no one else could solve so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So your, your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when He created you. So your, so I want you to I'm, just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand. That you are important Your life is important you, Your destiny is important and no, Don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently You are important You have to be here But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here So we'll get into that also So you're important because God created you for a solution Your life is designed to impact countless others And you are put here As a specific answer to a certain set of problems. So, take your work in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do. So, that's the segue to my lesson today. My lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image. Seven ways to promote a positive self-image. Step one, place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Which we just talked about in depth. And we, I can go further with this. You have to understand that... If you can hear my voice... We, each and every one of us was created... In the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So, it's, a, it's like having a car... If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle, and I take it to a a General Motors dealership, now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information, but how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that Spirit that created us? And when you, be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that. Hello, and we're back. That was a motivational moment from one of our, our previous moments, times together. And I enjoy uh, doing those motivational moments because it gives me um, – I, I have those things actually in my MP3 player, and I listen to them every once in a while, actually every day, <laughs> every once in a while per day, like maybe like three to four times a day I listen to each of those motivational moments that we share uh, that I replay here for you. And let me tell you, sometimes I get fired I, – I forget that it's actually me saying these things, and I actually get fired up. To go do something phenomenal that day, so you know when you listen to the replay of this show, and I encourage you, please listen to the replay of this show because this stuff is, is it comes alive, it comes alive every time you replay it. It comes alive every time you replay it, and you'll hear something you probably didn't hear the first time, and you'll get more information than you did the first time, and and I'm telling you, sometimes we just need that that boost of energy, that boost of encouragement, that boost of motivation, that boost of inspiration. And these shows are designed to be just that, to be that adrenaline shot to get you going in the right direction. So we're continuing in the show, and people, I am i am so excited about this series, The Flow, getting in the flow, getting in the flow. Let me tell you, there are so many things out there that are designed for you to be in possession of that you were put here for, to have dominion. And once you're in the flow, let me tell you, once you're in the flow, things just seem to work. Okay, let me tell you what the flow is all about. And I'm gonna give you this week's divine intervention. Actually, I'm gonna give you several divine interventions this week. So bear with me. I got three of them actually for you. So let me tell you what the flow is all about. The flow. Getting in the flow. The flow making things easy. The flow not so much making things easy, but making things lighter, removing burdens, if you will. The flow is all about this. This is, our, this is going to be our basis. This is what we're going to stand on here. And it's Isaiah 10 and 27. And I'm going to read it today from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I'll repeat that again. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Repeat to you one more time. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy neck, off thy shoulder. Excuse me, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. People, the flow. Getting into the flow. The flow is all about God's anointing. And it's about God's anointing that's residing on you. Each and every one of us that can hear my voice, you are God's anointing. You've been put here to do some phenomenal stuff, some absolutely great stuff, some absolutely phenomenal stuff. I use the word phenomenal and dynamic a lot, and I've been told I use it too much. But th- these are two words that I know describe what I'm talking about here. This, these are things that you can't explain any other way, that once you get out and you, you have a dream – you have a vision. You have a goal that's in your mind, and you step out on it, trusting that God is who he says he is. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. I know I'm talking to some, somebody has to hear me say this right now. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Even the mistakes that you made, he's not holding against you like that once you, once you ask for forgiveness. Once you repent and ask for forgiveness and moving in the direction of your destiny. The anointing destroys the yoke. Getting in the flow sends you in the direction of your destiny. Our guest is coming on today. He actually got into the flow of his destiny and did something that people said couldn't be done and something that he had never done before. When you have been blessed by God, when God has his hand on you, it doesn't matter what anybody has to say. It doesn't matter what experts have to say. Remember, experts built the Titanic. Amateurs built the ark. Think about that for a minute. So don't be so quick to listen to what experts have to say about your destiny because that burden of having to live up to other people's standards and that burden of having to to succumb to what an expert says cannot happen all becomes null and void to god's anointing on your life and when you step out and be who you've been called to be you don't have to worry about what anybody has to say you don't have to worry about what anybody plots against you don't have to worry about anything you keep your mind focused on the fact that you have an assignment from your creator. You are on assignment on this earth. Your dreams are important. That very thing that's inside of you that fires you up each and every night, each and every day, it is important for you to bring it to pass. You have to bring it to pass. You must bring it to pass. It has to come to pass, and it has to come to pass through you. You were created to be a solution to a certain set of problems that without you, we would still have to create you. So your life is important, you remember here the motivational moment? Your life is important. You've been put here to do some dynamic stuff. You've been put here to light the world on fire. You've been put here to be a world changer. And the anointing of God will put you in the flow. The anointing of God will put you in the flow to, to go in the direction of your destiny, to go in the direction of your dreams, to go in the direction of your goals, to go in the direction of your visions. You know, each week I tell you that I'm here to provide hope to the dreamer, the visionary, and the go-getter. That God still blesses the dreams of the dreamer, the visions of the visionary, and the goals of the go-getter. This is how. It's by, by his anointing. And I'm going to continue to, to feed you on the anointing. I'm going to continue to feed you on how to get in the flow. And everybody I'm bringing on here, until I get clear to do anything else, is going to talk about how to get in the flow. How to get in the, in the path, on the path towards your destiny. How to get in that stream that's going in the direction of your vision, to how, to how to go towards the goals that you've set. This people listen to me. You know, I get excited about this. this is, it's go time. It's, it's go get it time. Every time every, if you can hear my voice, it's time to go get it. If you can hear my voice, listen to me again. If you can hear my voice right now, it's time to go get it. That means whatever it is that you have inside of you that people may say is impossible, the anointing makes it possible. How is it that a a little teenage boy can go up against a giant with just a slingshot and be victorious? How is it that a person, a a regular, normal, quote-unquote ordinary human being, can get out of a boat and walk on water? The anointing. And how is it that you are going to go forth and be a world-renowned individual for the things that God has placed inside of you, again, it's the anointing, and you're going to get in the flow, and you're going to get it. If you can hear my voice right now, I'm I'm speaking to somebody right now. You are, are destined for greatness. You are destined to be a champion. You are destined to be a world changer. You are destined to do something so dynamic that this world has to take note that you were here. You weren't here to just come on the earth and then just leave out without ever leaving a trace. That is not the assignment for you. That is not the assignment for you. Listen to me very carefully. That is not the assignment for you. And I know I'm going. I'm going a little bit off my plan today, but I, I'm. I'm talking to somebody right now. I'm. I'm encouraging you the best way I know how to. And I'm telling you right now, don't let anything get in your way. Don't let anything tell you you can't have it. Don't let anybody tell you you can't have it. Don't even let yourself tell you that you can't have it. You are de- destined. You are. You are created in the likeness and image of God. God is a spirit that created everything we see, which means you have creative capacity. So what I'm going to do now, and I've, I've, I'm, I've deviated from the plan today, from the script, which normally happens. I've deviated from that. We're going to go in this direction now. We're going to, um, I'm going to take you into our uh, visualizing your ideal life segment. And it's going to have a little twist today. Sometimes, you know, I I have you focus on something that you've already um, rationalized as being beautiful. And I'm going to do a little twist. I want you to get calm. Just relax. Just get calm. Don't think about anything else other than what I'm saying right now. If you're dri- again, you know, I throw out a disclaimer. If you're driving right now, and you're listening to me. Don't do not do this while you're driving. Pull off to the to the side of the road. Go to that Kmart, that Waffle House, you know that uh, that Big Boy, whatever the case may be. Go park in that parking lot. The Piggly Wiggly, whatever. I know uh, my friends over in Alabama, they they have lots of Piggly Wigglies. Go stop in the Piggly Wiggly, whatever the case may be. If you're in LA right now, go go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. Just pull over to the side. Don't don't do this on the, on the road. Okay. Now, lock your doors because you're going to, I, I need you to be focused on what I'm saying. I want you to audibly speak out of your mouth. I want you to audibly speak out of your mouth that I am designed for greatness. 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 And now I want you to say this. I want you to decree this to yourself. I will have everything that God says is mine. I will have everything that God says is mine. I will have everything that God says is mine. I will have everything that God says is mine. mine. I will have everything that God says is mine. Also, I want you to understand something. People, God is not mad at you for desiring or or seeking after achievement or for being what you know is innately inside of you to be. In other words, it's not a bad thing to have good things in your life. It's not a bad thing to have your bills paid. It's not a bad thing to be able to have a nice car. It's not a bad thing to to have a nice home. It's not a bad thing to be able to travel. But it's, a, it's an issue if those things have you. Nothing can take God's place in your life. God must be number one. He must, be, has, must reign supreme always as your source, as your shepherd, as the number one thing that you focus your attention on. Then after that, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, in other words, if, as long as your attention is first on God, all the things that you desire, all the things that you desire, all the things that you desire not not one left out all the ones all the things that you truly desire he's going to ensure that you have as long as it lines up with his will so when you spend time with god when you when you seek him first things happen things fall in order so i want you to do this i want you to thank god now for the opportunity to be on this earth right now for such a time as now to bring the life Greatness, to bring to, to bring to life your dreams, because we need your dreams. Without your dreams, we can't, we can't go forward. As a, as a community, as a society, as a, in the universe, you were designed for such a time as now. You were created for such a time as now. You were created to be here to light things on fire. I know it may be sounding redundant, but I want you to continue to get that in your spirit. I want you to know that you are important. You have to be here. <laughs> you have to be here. Some of you right now that I'm talking to right now have a, you, you were able to beat an abortion. It's, the abortion doctor came for you and they couldn't find you in your mother's womb because you had to get here. Somebody I'm talking to right now, people have, have done some ungodly stuff to you. They've, they've hurt you, they've raped you, they molested you, whatever the case may be. But you still had to get here for today. And because you're here today there's, I'm here to tell you there's a new day here. I, I'm, we're going to get into the flow. Just, just come, If you keep walking with me, we're going to get into the flow, and you're going you're gonna to go and be what you've been called to be. If somebody right now that's, that's dealing with an abusive relationship, you can hear my voice right now. You don't have to take that. That's not God's best for you. Your life is designed to, for greatness. You're designed to, to live an absolutely championship-caliber life. And anything second-rate doesn't belong to you. And if it can't line up with that, with God's will for your life, then it can't stay. And I'm I'm standing on Proverbs 18 and 21 right now. The power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I'm speaking life into your destiny right now. I speak that you shall go forth and prosper, and that anything that, that is trying to tear you down or pull you back has to let go. If it can't line up, it has to let go. Anybody who can hear my voice right now, I want you to get in your mind, get your mind locked on the very ideal life that you so desire. I want you to get your your mind locked right now on the very thing that you want in life, your ideal life. What does your ideal life look like? I ask you that every week. What does your ideal life look like? Whatever that is, I want you to focus on it. I want you to focus on it intently right now. Just close your eyes and just focus on your ideal life. I want you to focus on something that's beautiful. I want you to focus on something that's, that's dynamic, that, something that, that transcends where you are right now. It could be a new business. It could be a new relationship. It could be going to school. It could be getting a new home. It could be getting a new car, a debt-free home, a debt-free car. Traveling to exotic locations. Whatever the case may be, whatever it is you so desire, I want you to get your mind locked on it right now. And don't get your mind off it. just stay locked on it. And Now that you've got your mind locked on it, this is what I want you to do. I want you to speak to that very thing you see. See, this is something I said earlier in one of my shows last year. I said that one night I was just sitting up and I was thinking about it, thinking about my dreams. And this is, this is what it comes down to. I see, I say what I see, then I see what I say. I say what I see, then I see what I say. I, I look at my imagination. I see the picture in my imagination, I speak it forward. I want you to start speaking what it is you see in your imagination. And, don't, and, and here's the thing f- from this point forward. Only speak what you see in your imagination. But here's, here's the kicker. It can only be things that are positive. Anything that's negative that pops in your mind, shut it down. But anything that's positive, anything that that will propel you, you and your family, that will bring happiness and joy to your family, speak it out. Every time you see unity, speak it out. Every time you see prosperity, speak it out. Every time you see goodness, joy, abundance, love, peace, harmony, balance, speak it out. I challenge you to do that right now. Speak out everything that, that that is beautiful in your mind right now about your ideal life. Speak it out right now. Speak it out right now. You know, each week I tell you, I, I really like the Rolls Royce Ghost, and I'm going to get that car. That is one of those cars that, that I will have. But not only will I have one, I'll have a fleet of them. Why? Because I'm not going to – because I like them. It's beautiful. <laughs> you, see, that's the, that's the next thing about – about beauty, God gives us these beautiful things that, let me tell you what goes into the production of a Rolls Royce a Rolls Royce is a car that's built by hand every piece of that car is built by hand so it, takes, it, it costs a little bit more than a normal car because it's not a normal car because of, of the time and the craftsmanship that goes into the, the production of that vehicle and it's, a, it's, it's, it's painstakingly done the wood has to be just right, or it can't can't leave uh, the production line. The tires have to be just right, or they can't leave the production line. In fact, it's sealed. The engine compartment is sealed, so that if you break the seal, you void the warranty on that car. Because they're so confident that when that car leaves, that it's been it's been handled with love and care. That they're the only people that should ever have to touch it. And maybe that's for an oil change. Maybe that's for a tune-up. But that's they're the only people that should ever have to touch it to repair it, because they take so much time in the beginning to fix it and make it right. And that's what makes it so beautiful. It's not because it's so, so, so pricey of a car. It's because somebody put their heart and soul into putting something beautiful in the earth. This is what I want you to do. Because I know I'm really on fire right now and I have to finish the show. I want you to do this. I want you to see that vision in your mind. See the beauty of that vision in your mind. And I want you to hold on to it. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to hold on to it. I want you you to think about it at least three to four times a day. And think about it. And think about it and concentrate on it. Meditate on it. Then is what I want you to do. When you see that vision in your mind, every time you get that vision in your mind, I want you to do this. I want you to repeat this. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, go forward, go forward, go forward. It's time to get in the flow. It's time to go get it. It's time to be who you've been called to be. So let's start experiencing more of the things you want and less of the things you don't want. There's nothing wrong with it. (laughs) In fact, it's it's how it's supposed to be. I told a friend uh, a couple weeks ago, they were telling me that they were starting to have a a new uh, found level of success in their life. And they had just come out of some bad trials where things just were going horribly wrong and bad things just seemed to just happen left and right, left and right, right and left, up and down. Now that things are starting to go in the direction of their desired uh, dreams and visions and goals, they said, all this crazy stuff keeps happening, man. I was like, no, that's not crazy. That's how it's supposed to be. The crazy stuff is when you can't pay your bills. The crazy stuff is when, when you, you know, you're sick and you don't, you don't have health c- coverage. The crazy thing is when you know, people you love need you and you can't be there for them. That's crazy. What's supposed to happen is that when you speak, your, when you speak something out of your mouth, it's supposed to come to pass, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Whatever you're speaking out of your mouth, you should be able to see it. If, if I'm speaking life out of my mouth, I should see life. If you're speaking life out of your mouth, you should see life. You are designed for dominion. And when you have dominion, things are supposed to obey your command. That's how this universe is designed. That's, how, that's what a dreamer is supposed to do. That when you speak to stuff, it's supposed to move according to the way you tell it to move. As you are, in, as you are locked in relationship with God, when you speak... The whole universe has to respond because you were put here to be a commander. You were put here to be in dominion, and now it's time for you to go get what's rightfully yours. So, people, I'm going to send you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 Steps to Staying True to Yourself. 10 Steps to to Staying True to Yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, Many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to. Celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that which you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you are put here to stand out and leave. So, let me get started with our lesson, um, 10 Steps to Staying True to Yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, and they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves, and they, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and them all, things like that, and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image. How could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody tells you that you're less than, than, great? You're less than when You're less than the best. If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a farce. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do things that that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe, in this universe, is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to to repair. You were created to to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you. That when he created you He created you to solve a, a set of problems That nobody else can solve So keep that in your, in your heart That you are put here For a special assignment From the Creator Back people i am <laughs> I am excited about the next segment or show we're gonna ready to bring on a dynamic guest um but before I bring him on, I want to say this, thank you again for making this show what it is. Thank you for pulling on 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 me to be a better person, to be a better motivator, to be a better coach, to be a better everything because it's because of you now you've given me. Hope and, and encouragement to be everything I've been called to be, and every time I come and do this show, I feel like something. I, I get pulled to another level each each week, and I thank you for for being that reinforcement for me. Each and every one of you, I thank you for for your continued support of the show and all those people who are praying for me right now. I can feel it. I can feel your prayers, and I thank you because this is a show that you know we definitely we definitely need. We definitely need to show. I need to. I need to hear the show myself. That's why those motivational moments are so important. So, continue to support the show. And we're moving forward in the show. Our, our our guest tonight, you know, needs no introduction. He is um, a phenomenal film director. Just an absolutely all-around good guy. He's somebody that you should know. And i want to bring onto the show for the very first time, and not to be the last time. Uh, my friend, my colleague, Mr. Michael. McCleary. hello, Mike. Are you there?
1: Thank you so much.
0: It's an absolute honor to have you here today.
1: Oh, it's an honor to be on today. Um, (laughs) I'm ready to go. Thanks for the great uh, first half. I'm excited and ready to go.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're gonna get right into it. I I got you on here because I want to give the people a blueprint. I want to give give these wonderful listeners a blueprint for how an impossible dream is realized when the impossible dream is realized and that's what we're going to talk about today and i want you to just just to tell us just be honest with us tell us about the project anything but ordinary what went into that project what what was the inspiration for that dynamic movie and first of all tell the people about the movie
1: uh wow yeah (laughs) there was so much that went into this uh this project in fact it's really it's my first feature film one of my first uh If you want to call a film, my first film, my company, uh, we produce, uh, we do video production, we do um, graphic design, we do websites, we do all kinds of different things. So this is my first real foray into doing a film, and um, originally it was designed to be a TV show, and my goal is to put it on PBS, we'd never done a PBS production before. And so people said, well, you know, you need to have multiple episodes for PBS to believe that uh, you can actually create a show. It's one thing to do, do a pilot. It's another thing to do a whole season. So having no experience whatsoever in making a TV <laughs> show, uh, I decided, well, you know what? Let's go out and and we're just going to shoot a whole season and we're going to see what happens. Um, no no experience. Um, I brought in a whole bunch of people that I knew uh, could help me out. Some of them experienced, some of them not and we went out to, to create this TV show that was really based on, a, on an idea I had, which was w- discovering what it means to to be successful in the world today. And so that was our idea. We interviewed 20 people from across the U.S. and Canada about the topic of success. And we also talked about change, perseverance, and faith as well as their biographies. But the main question was, what does success mean to all these different people? And I wanted to pick the, the tagline of the show is, Uh, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. And so really it's about all these ordinary people who live extraordinary lives. And I wanted to find out what made them successful. So we interviewed people from across the spectrum, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, doctors, um, actors. We had uh, musicians, all kinds of different people doing the things that they love and finding out what it meant to be successful. And so we worked on this for a long time and had some issues really creating the show. Uh, the way that I wanted to, and so what we said is, well, you know what? Let's turn it into a documentary because we had this idea for making it a documentary as well okay. to really kickstart the idea. And so we, uh, with my uh, my best friend and uh, Casey Turner, who helped me shoot the film, uh, he sat down and said, "Well, I'm going to spend a." This was last year. I'm going to spend a, a a month. I'm going to set aside a month, and we're going to get this edited and done. And four months later, <laughs> we were done with the film. So it wasn't. It was an incredible journey. Uh, this process. We started out over four years ago, working on the project um, up until last year when we premiered the film.
0: Wow. Wow. So, as you were putting this film together and realizing that you had this is something you've never done before, mm-hmm. did you ever get get fierce or, or or apprehensive about? Okay, can I complete this project? Will I be able to do this? Did that ever come become a factor?
1: No, not really. And and I think there was a couple of reasons for that. Number one. Um, being in the in the video business, you know, we put together promotional videos and, and short films for companies, so 10- to 15-minute production. So I didn't see any technical reason why we couldn't do it. Um, there was the, the financial reasons and things like that that could make it difficult, but I funded everything myself. We did it all in-house. Um, we, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into this, and during the whole process, I really never had a doubt that we could do it. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons that kept me going. I mean, there was numerous times when I had people asking me what I was doing uh why was I spending all the time working on this project right, right. Um, you know there was times i remember I like to share this story often, but i we went across to to Canada to Toronto to interview a few people on the way back. I was scrounging for change in the um an ashtray in our minivan to get back to pay the toll to get back wow. across the border um That was how low I was on funds. Uh, but I had a belief that I could do it and that nothing was going to stop me from doing it. And so I just went out and did it. Um, and I've had numerous people tell me that, you know, it was really my, my lack of knowing what was supposed to be done in the film industry right. that I was able to get it done. Because if I would have grown up in the traditional um, going to film school, everything else, they would have all told me, well, you can't do this uh, the way you're doing it. But because I didn't, I didn't know any better, to me, there was no reason why I couldn't do it.
0: Well, wow. and I often tell people, even in my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, that you have to become ignorant to fear. You have to become ignorant to what you can't do, and not focus on what you can't do, but focus on what you can do. Uh, Coach Wooden, Coach John Wooden, who passed away last week, said it best: that if if you uh, don't spend time, and I'm paraphrasing now, don't spend time focusing on what you can do, can't do, and let it get in the way what you can do.
1: I totally agree with you, Miles. I mean that's. I've even found now that I'm a lot more experienced in the film industry. I just recently produced another film that just finished filming down in Detroit, um, a dramatic comedy of all things, and a number of other projects we've been working on and doing. Is That has become more of an issue for me because I understand the industry now and that, that sense of uh, fear or how knowing how difficult things can be um, can get in my way sometimes. So I have to go back a lot of times and, and look at what I've done without having any knowledge. And going back to that because that's exactly what happens. You start to get into your head again. Oh wow, this is difficult. Um, this isn't supposed to work out the way it is working out. And You start to put in that doubt and that fear, and you have to. You really have to wipe that out of your mind.
0: Right. So, as you're moving forward with this project, and, and you again you're a novice. You don't know it. You don't quote unquote know what you're doing, but you know mm-hmm. that you want to do it. And you're you're. We, going, it's safe to say that by now you're in the flow of getting this project done. Of course. What are some of the factors that kept you focused on the completion of the project? I know you, you, you know, you you didn't have the fear of a person who was seasoned because they would know what could go wrong. But you 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 mm-hmm. you're, you're locked in on the mission. Now you're locked. In, you're decided that this is going to come to pass. What were some of the give me like two factors that kept you locked on completing this um, film?
1: Well, you know, two of the two of the big factors to me that come off the top of my head are. Number one is having a great team. I had a great team around me. I had people who also believed in this project. And for me to know that there were other individuals who believed in what I was doing, um, that was a huge sense of support for me. So having the cameramen who were donating their time and right. people doing lighting and even the individuals who I interviewed, you know, some of them with some bigger names that were happy to do this film for me and with me and thought it was a great idea, Having that support system around me was very, very important, including my family, friends. All that support is huge. So having a sense of support is really important. And then second, I had great mentors. Right. I had friends who were in the industry who gave me tips and advice, and and really, you know, helped encourage me every step of the way. So having that support system and having mentors was really huge.
0: Wow. And I, you know, you. You, you're walking right down the same path that I, I take the audience each week. And I talk about mentorship. I talk about how I've had the honor and I've been blessed to be mentored by some dynamic people. I've been mentored by uh, Mr. Greg Harden, he's an associate athletic director at the University of Michigan, uh, uh, Les Brown, the, the, motiv- the master motivator, uh, mm-hmm. uh, two dynamic men of God uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, Pastor Gennaldo Lee, people who have, have put, have sold things into me that are invaluable. And what should one look for in a mentor? You're, you're going down. You're you're going down this path. You're dreaming the impossible dream, and now not only are you dreaming, it, you are accomplishing it. You are realizing it. What type of mentor do you need to help you stay on that path?
1: Well, there's a couple things when you're looking for a mentor. I mean, number one, it, it you don't always have to do this, but I, I recommend finding someone who is doing what it is that you want to do. I mean, okay. Um, that that's going to be some of your best support. If you want to be a speaker, find a great speaker. If you want to be a great plumber, find the best plumber in the area that you can get uh, advice from. I mean, you want to find someone who has skills in the area that you're going into and that you want to do. Uh, and second, you know, I really think it's important to 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 get to know this person and to get to know the people that are around them. And I say that because, what you're going to find out by the people that they surround themselves with is the integrity of the individual as well. You want to find someone who ha- find someone or some people who have integrity, who are going to be there no matter what, who are going to give you the right information. That they're not going to they're not going to be just looking out for themselves, but they're looking out for your best interests as well. And so finding someone with that sense of integrity is great. And that's one of the reasons I recommend is who is it that they spend their time with? Who is it that right. is around them? Because really oftentimes we can find our associations, the people that we associate with, really have a big reflection on who we are as well. So all those associations are a good way to find out what type of person this is.
0: Right. So
1: I have to go back to this. <laughs> you are
0: putting on a production. You're putting on a full-scale production that you do not really have all the training or know-how to do. And you're doing it. And, okay, we're we're, at, we're near the completion of this project. Mm-hmm. Was it ever, at when, when you were getting close to the time to, to go ahead and seal it and put it together and, and get ready for the premiere, was there ever any mm-hmm. time, was there any last-minute adversity that, that, that arose that may have discouraged the average person?
1: Well, you know, there's a <laughs> there's the number of <laughs> things that come up. I mean, you get close to the final edit of a film, you start to second-guess. Is this the way that we should put it together? Is this the best way? Is there another way? Um, a lot of those things start to come up, those those questions that we all ask um, when we're close to completion and I think uh, are oftentimes uh, uh, is, is someone also trying to tempt us to say, oh, we're going to stop doing what we're doing because we're so fearful of what, what people might think when it comes out. I mean, that was always a question too. I wanted people to be proud and excited for what yes. we did. So you want to make sure that people aren't disappointed by your film. So you, you start to get some of these these doubts about what it is that you're, that you're doing. You know, that was an issue. I mean, um, financially wasn't the best time at the end of making this film because we took all this time off to finish it. Oh, wow. Um, So I didn't have a lot of client work coming in at the time. (laughs) And so you're thinking about, okay, I got to order a thousand DVDs. I got all this other stuff. I got to pay bills for my family. I've got all these things that are going on. You know, there were financial adversities as well at the time. So there, there are all those things that pop up all the time, but in the end, if you really believe what it is that you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing, you just keep persevering and keep keep moving on. You might not have all the answers. You might not know what's coming up next. But that's part of the excitement of creating something new, something you've never done before. Right. So I really tried to look at each each obstacle as some type of an opportunity, whether I was going to learn from it or or something great was going to come around the corner. There were so many amazing things that happened that, that would never have happened to me if I never would have done this film. So many doors were open to me because I had faith that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, uh, what God intended me to do. I was doing it. And so that that's important. You know, you really have to hold on to that, that belief in knowing that what you're doing is what you're supposed to do. Go out and do it. Um, and if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, nothing's going to stop you. There's going to be issues. There's going to be things that come up that are going to try to get you off track. But if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, I personally believe God is going to find a way to to teach you not only a lesson in it, but also He's going to find a way for you to get it done, even over some of the greatest adversities.
0: Yes, sir. I, I totally agree with you. I I think even with, on that same uh, the same idea, I in do in doing this show, I have been able to meet some of the most phenomenal people that the world has to offer that God has placed on this earth, and you being one of them. And also oh,
1: understand. Thank you, thank you, Miles. I mean, I, I really, I feel the same way about you too, but, and, and it always, it, it, seriously, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty humble guy. I've come from uh, very basic roots. And when people say something like that, I really, um, I really appreciate that, but I also have to give a lot of the, I have to give a lot of credit to other people, my parents, God, other people in my life for, right. for helping me along the way. I've been blessed. I have been, in good situations and so um but i really do appreciate that thank you miles
0: you're so welcome sir and and, and what I, the point i'm making is this is that in me stepping out to do this because i, I had some fears about doing this show mm-hmm. i didn't think people would receive it there's a lot of things about me that you know you know for for one you have a person who's standing in front of you now who who is would technically be considered a college dropout who would technically be considered you know not a person that that is an expert, but I'm an expert because of the fact that, again, I stepped out and I tried it. I stepped out and I knew it was inside of my heart to do it. I, I have a passion to see people blessed. I have a passion to see people get something, get a blueprint, get get things going in the direction that they should be going in. And mm-hmm. I so I found mentors that fed me, and I found people who fed me, and I found people who fed that that very passion inside of me. And then instead of being scared, I stepped out. I actually met some two friends uh, from Denmark, uh, Mika's and Lars. We, we, they actually are, uh, they form a group called uh, Juma Sound System. They're, they're two uh, techno DJs, and they came here from um, from Denmark to do a world tour. And as they got to, to the U.S., they, were, they had left Denmark for a four-month tour. And when they got here, they found out that their work visas for to go part on a uh, part of the tour in Brazil weren't um, they weren't granted. But they didn't find out until they got here. Well, so now they're in the U.S. and they have, they have to go forward and somehow, some way, things are going to have to work out. And we, I went to New York to, to, for their, uh, to kick off their world tour and we sat there and we talked and I heard the passion that they had inside their heart about living their dreams, about stepping out and being who they've been called to be, about taking a chance, not knowing how this thing is going to work out, but trusting that it's going to work out. And lo and behold, Things worked out. They didn't. They couldn't go to Brazil, but they ended up making making it up by going to India and performing over there. Because the thing about it was, when they left Denmark, they couldn't go back right away because they had subletted their apartments, and some some one of them had was having massive work done to the apartment, so they couldn't come, go back. They had nowhere to go, so it had to work. And that fired me up, and that was how this show actually got birth from a trip to New York to see two of my friends. Because I I, I believe
1: this: if they can go.
0: Halfway across the world, not knowing how things are going to work out, I can do this show.
1: I, well, you know that—that that sense of inspiration—that that was one of the reasons for me to do my film. Um, Richard Hatch who was an actor, uh, really famous back in the in the late seventies, early eighties. Um, was looking to bring back the show Battlestar Galactica. He he put all of his he put his house up to mortgage, did all kinds of things to make this trailer for a property he didn't even own. To try to encourage the studios to bring this show back, um, and he was very successful on it. His version did not come back, but the show did come back on Sci-Fi Channel for about five years. And it was because of that effort that he had he had made. He didn't know what he was doing. He he mortgaged everything to create the show. And when I saw him do that, I realized why why can't I do that? I mean, it's the same it's the same concept, the same principle. And so that was what launched me into doing my 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 idea for the show and then of course the, the, the film and that was what's funny is i actually interviewed him for the film so it was a great kind of a great uh, uh time there because he was one of the people who inspired me to do my film but uh exactly i think if we can be out there inspiring people by doing it uh, it's amazing what happens
0: well michael we we have i wish we could do this longer <laughs> I wish we could do this longer. i come back. We we're we're running we're running out of time with the show, but I want you to before we get out of here let the people know where they can find you and about any projects you got coming up and, and leave us with one, one uh encouraging um idea before you leave.
1: Well, number one, they can they can find out more about me at anythingbutordinary.net. Um I also do a show here on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday uh at noon Eastern, 9 a a.m., uh, a.m. Pacific, and that's uh uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash anything but ordinary. And then also on Facebook, you can look me up, Michael McCleary. Um, and also, too, for anybody who's on here right now, I just wanted to give a special offer to all of your listeners, and that's for the next week. Uh, you'll find the link on Miles's page. You can also find the film on filmbaby.com. And if you search in An anything but ordinary journey, you'll find the film. But if you want to buy it, um, there's a special code if you go and buy it. If you type in Miller, you get 7.95 off the purchase price. So the film is only twelve bucks then, or you can buy the download. It's a dollar off for only four ninety five. So either the DVD or download. Um, I wanted to give that to your listeners. So uh, the code's Miller. It's pretty easy to remember, and it works for the next week. <laughs> well, wow, you can we, find a link we there. We that.
0: We really appreciate that.
1: And then, really, again, uh, a, a big thing I want people to just really remember is there's going to be if you have a dream, you have a passion. Just go out and start working at it take those baby steps every day. Uh, I might be making a phone call or doing some research. You don't know what it is, but continue to take those baby steps. And there's going to be times that come up that are going to look dark and you're going to wonder, here's a big step I have to make. What do I do? You know, what's going to come next? Well, just make that step. You know, when you have that commitment and you believe in what it is that you're doing, just take that step because what happens is all of a sudden things open up and, and it makes sense, you start to understand what you're doing, and you'll come up to another step that you've got to make, and you take that step. Um, You know, Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And that's really what it is. Have that faith, have that belief, that passion for what you're doing, and just take those steps every day. It can be small, it can be large, but even those small steps over the course of an entire year become a really, really big step. So just go out, find your passion, and start working it right now.
0: Mike, we so we appreciate you for everything that you're doing here. We thank you for this opportunity to, to go out and, and support anything with ordinary and we thank you for this interview you've given us. I, I am utterly thankful to have you here today and look forward to having you again.
1: Thanks, Miles. I uh, I, I can't wait and I'm I'm looking forward to doing a lot of great things with you and and thanks again to your audience. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yes, sir, and we appreciate you again.
1: People, thanks, Miles. Have a great one.
0: You too. People, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with a motivational moment. And I'll see you next week. Remember my motto and my mantra, my mantra, and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you and I'll see you next week. Pursue your passions with unmatched tenacity. Pursue your passion with unmatched tenacity. Pursue your passion with unmatched tenacity. It is utterly important that whenever you've made the decision that you're going to do something, that you do it with everything you got inside of you. When Michael Jordan was cut from that basketball team, you better believe in his mind that he was, he was so competitive that he knew this what he was supposed to be doing somebody told him no to something that was innately inside of him saying that's yours that's your that's your birthright and somebody told you you can't have your birthright so what did he do he got passionate about the pursuit of his dream like no you won't tell me I can't do something who are you to tell me that I can't live the dream that God placed inside of me and I'm saying this to somebody right now very as, as dynamically as I know how to say it who is qualified to tell you that you're not that you're not qualified to live the life that God promised you. No one. Not me. Not even yourself. You're not qualified to tell you that you can't live the life that God promised you. God is not a man that He can lie. He placed this vision inside of you because He trusted He had trusted you. Even before I did the show today, even before I came on the show today, I prayed and I was thanking God. For choosing me to be the person To bring this stuff to you He could have chosen anybody else To do this show He could have chosen anybody else And gave him this vision To do this show He gave it to me And I'm thankful for that And now I pursue this thing With, with tenaciousness With tenacity With uh, uh, just a strength That I'm going to see That somebody gets impacted By this show Because God trusted me with this He could have trusted anybody else In the world with the vision that he gives you But he trusted you so with that in mind, you and God are the majority. You don't need anybody else to agree with you. So now go get it. I tell everybody I, that's one of my favorite statements. Go get it. The, 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 your life is too important to be sitting back, waiting for somebody's approval. Go get it. Go get it. You know, you know what's inside of you. Go get it. Now I'm gonna I'm give you some more principles on how to how to go get it, but. That let that resonate in your spirit. Go get it. Your vision is important. Your dreams are important. You can do it. My mentor Les Brown says it's important. It's necessary. Your dream is important. It's necessary. Go get it. Listen to me carefully. Don't 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 pass go. Don't try to collect two hundred dollars. Just go get it. I know somebody can hear me right now and, and they I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you personally. Yes, you. I'm talking to you personally. Go. Get it. Don't sit back anymore. Don't sit back any longer. There's a legacy with your name on it that has to be created, and you have to go get it. You have to go put things in place. You have to go and and take those classes. You have to go and and find an internship that you won't get paid for. But the experience that that you gain will be much greater than any money anybody could have paid you at the moment. Go get it. Don't stop. Go get it. Don't stop. Go get it. Don't stop. Go get it. Be passionate about it. Be, be lit on fire. And be ignited on fire today. Go get it because it's yours. You deserve it. It was promised to you. God gave it to you. Now you go get it because you, you have a birthright. That dream is your birthright.